And now, coming to you from the classiest radio station on the air, this is... Evie right back with Midweek Musings. Hello everybody and welcome back to Midweek Musings. If you haven't met me yet, I'm your host, Evie Breitbach, a student at St. Ambrose University, and this is my podcast. (laughs) It's called Midweek Musings. Okay, first of all, we haven't done like a recap of the point of this podcast in a while, so this is Midweek Musings. Midweek, hence Wednesdays. It airs on Wednesday nights, and Musings because every week I muse about a different philosophical or controversial question or topic that kind of is unanswerable. So like last week we asked if math was invented by humans or discovered. So that's an interesting one, but like questions like that. And this week is no different, but we'll get into that in a little bit. For now, um, this is going to be the last episode before I go on break for Thanksgiving. So there'll be a week off after this one. And then some seasonal content again, even though I feel like we just got done with the October series, but that's probably because as I'm filming this, like it literally just aired the last one like two days ago. So (laughs) yeah. So last week we discussed one of my two Roman empires. (laughs) Did humans invent math? Um, And for those who don't know, a Roman empire or your Roman empire is something that you talk about and think about all the time. So I had teased last week that my other Roman empire is the topic of today's episode. And that topic is is water wet? This is a topic that I have strong, strong feelings about. Most topics that I bring up, I don't really know where I stand on it, or I know where I stand on it, but I'm very open to being swayed the other way, or swayed to a secret option C that I never thought of before, which with is often the case, a secret option C, or a gray area between the two options. But with this one, I strongly believe that water is wet. And here's why. And it might sound elementary to you, but if water isn't wet, what is it? Dry? Because it's not dry. It's definitely not dry. And people's argument for water not being wet is that water, in fact, makes things wet. But riddle me that. Like, how can something wet make other things wet if it isn't wet itself? Okay, riddle me that. Like, if a puddle of water... if (laughs) If I have a puddle of water on the floor of my dorm room, which definitely has never happened... And I definitely didn't spill an entire 16 ounces of water directly on my floor like two days ago. If I have a puddle of water and I place a towel on it and the towel becomes wet, I dare say the water made it wet because the water was wet. But we're here to settle this debate once and for all. So let's get into the basics, shall we? We need some definitions, I think. Since I have a feeling this is going to get sciencey, here's a scientific definition of water. Water is a colorless, transparent, odorless liquid that forms in seas, lakes, rivers, and rain, and is the basis of the fluids of living organisms. Water is obviously represented by the chemical symbol H2O, which means that one water molecule is made up of two hydrogen atoms and one oxygen atom. I won't go too much further into that because my brain will melt on my ears trying to wrap around, <laughs> wrap my head around how two gases make a liquid, but I digress. On the other side of things, the definition of wet as an adjective is this, covered or saturated with water or another liquid. And as a verb, wet means to cover or touch with liquid. At face value, this doesn't seem like water makes things wet, but it also doesn't formally say that water is wet, so we're going to have to do some more digging. I wish it were that easy, and it never is. Usually, I would do my history segment here, 
but I don't think that there's really any history to discuss because water has been the same since the dawn of time. In fact, I've heard that we could be drinking the same water that animals drank because it just like recycles itself. Did I say animals the first time? I, <laughs> we could have been drinking the same water that the dinosaurs were drinking, but no one ever mentions that they also would have had to excrete it and then have it go back into the earth. So we're also drinking dinosaur urine. You're welcome. But anyways, water's been the same since the dawn of time. And I guess recently people have been trying to take away its identity of being wet. So I'm sorry, water. I'm here for you. I see you and I feel you. You will always be wet to me. (laughs) But since we don't have a history segment, let's get right into a new segment that I accidentally created like two weeks ago. Let's muse. So apparently water is super weird, which I kind of knew about from taking chemistry in high school, but here are some facts about water and why it's kind of unique. Water has properties that allow it to exist in all three states of matter, solid, liquid, and gas, at normal temperatures and pressures. This makes it extremely important for life on Earth. Life as we know it couldn't exist without water. All substances, including water, become less dense when they are heated and more dense when they are cooled. In general, the maximum density of water occurs around 4 degrees Celsius, which means that if it gets below 4 degrees, it actually gets lighter. So it's backwards. That's why ice floats on water. Water is one of the very few compounds that lacks carbon and is liquid at standard temperatures and pressures. As we mentioned before, water has a very high surface tension. In fact, other than mercury, water has the highest surface tension of all liquids. This is very unusual for such a common substance. But despite all this, water is an amazingly good solvent. Oxygen has a slightly negative charge, while the two hydrogen atoms have a slightly positive charge. This enables water to dissolve almost in every substance. The hydrogen atoms will draw the slightly negative particles of the compound, while the oxygen molecule will draw the slightly positive particles. So, we discussed the definitions earlier about what wet means as an adjective and a verb, but what does it really mean for something to be wet? Everything we see around us is made of atoms, and those atoms can arrange themselves in different ways. Sometimes they're packed closely together, like in solids, and other times they're a bit more loose, like in liquids. And they can also be very loose and spread out, as they are in gases. And when we say something is wet, we essentially mean that liquid is sticking to the surface of a material. When we touch a wet surface, the water molecules adhere to our skin. The adhesion creates a thin layer of liquid that covers the surface of our skin. And this layer that we feel when we touch the wet surface is the sensation that we refer to as wetness. So technically, the water is just coating the surface of our skin, and that's what we call wetness. You don't have to experience the wetness for something to be wet either. That was just an example. It can just be sitting there being wet, like a towel that was used to soak up an entire water bottle that was spilled on my carpet. By me. (laughs) So in one sense, water can't be wet because wetness is the ability of a liquid to adhere to the surface of a solid. In order for something to be wet, we need a solid and a liquid, so water alone cannot be wet. But there is also a very specific case in which water only behaves as a liquid when it has six or more molecules. Otherwise, it's just too small. If you have less than six molecules, it's still water by name and definition, but it doesn't act like it. So in this sense, a minuscule, teeny, tiny amount of water 
isn't wet because it it doesn't behave like water. <laughs> I feel like that point isn't really fair though because it doesn't behave like water and since we're like asking this question about actual water is it really fair to compare like this substance that's made of water molecules but doesn't act like water it'd be like asking oh is evie a nice person and then like taking a clone of me who's actually like a jerk and being like hmm yeah no she's horrible but it's like not actually me so does it really you know what i mean that's a philosophical question in and of itself It's the whole, like, if you replace every part of the ship, is it still the ship? (gasps) Anyways, if that all seems very confusing, this next part is for you because I'm going to be using some everyday examples of why water is not wet versus why it's wet. So here's why water is not wet. Wetness is like heat, and when you touch a hot object, you feel heat, but the object itself is not heat. The object itself is hot. Similarly, when you touch water, you experience wetness, but water is not wet. Water is water. I'm going to poke a hole in that argument, though, because, like, the (laughs) if you touch a hot pan and said, oh, that pan isn't heat because it's hot, but then you say water isn't wet because water is water, not wet. It's like the pan is pan. The pan is the pan. You know what I mean? Like, that one doesn't really work. Um, Fire can burn things, but fire is not burnt. And similarly, water can make things wet, but water itself is not wet. And I I guess I kind of agree with that one because fire is not burnt. I, I, think, I, I think I could get behind that one. That one seems like a legit argument. Next, um, a blue ball has the quality of blueness, but you wouldn't say that the color blue is a ball. The ball is just an object that has the quality of the color blue. So you wouldn't say that water is wet... But that's, okay, I'm going to poke a hole in that one too, because they're not saying that water is only wet. Water has other qualities, and other things are wet. Saying that water is wet does not take away from other things that are wet. Similarly to saying that that ball is blue, it doesn't take away from other things that are blue. Like, we're not saying that wet, the only, okay, (laughs) we're not saying that the only thing that's wet is water, because that's not true. In this scenario with the ball, we are not saying that it's the only blue thing. Does that make sense? Hopefully I'm making sense. Moving on. A battery can provide electricity to power electronic devices, but the battery itself is not electricity. The the battery stores electrical energy and can transfer it to other objects, allowing them to function. Similarly, water has the quality of wetness and it can transfer that wetness to other objects when it comes into contact with them. However, that doesn't mean that water itself is wet, just like the battery is not electricity. But here's, I'm going to poke a hole in that one too, because nobody's saying that the battery is electricity. But if I said the battery is electric, they're using the wrong like form of these words because wet and electricity are not even the same type of word. This has all of a sudden turned into an English thing, okay? Because you cannot compare electricity and wet. Because wet is is not a noun. So I don't even know how you can use that as as like an argument. So I'm just going to disregard that one because that's not fair. Finally, a flashlight can create light, but the flashlight itself is not light. Just like that, water can make things wet, but the wet, but the water itself is not wet. I don't really, that one just doesn't sit right with me and I can't figure out why. So maybe I'll come back to it later. 
So obviously, these points do not settle it, because we can also define wet as made of liquid. And in this sense, water could be literally just made of, made of liquid, and therefore wet. And so from my side, water is wet, and the dictionary definition of wet is covered or saturated with water or another liquid, or made of liquid. Rather than looking at water as a collection of molecules in order to fully understand, we must look at water as individual hydrogen and oxygen atoms. These molecules are surrounded by, or covered by, more molecules of hydrogen and oxygen. And based on that simple explanation, water already matches this definition. Water covers more water, therefore, water is wet. Because it is covered by liquid. For instance, in order for something to be heated up, it must be held against a fire or electrical current, both of which hold high levels of kinetic energy and temperature. In order to color a piece of white printer paper red, you must use some sort of red object to do that. With this logic, in order to make another object wet, water must be wet. So, I think it's about dang time to wrap up this episode, because I personally have heard some good points be made by me. <laughs> and in the end, the question of is water wet turns out to not be so much of a question of physics and chemistry like most people want it to be, but a question of semantics and language. And your answer is going to depend on if you ask a person who is looking at it from a science perspective, in which case they will probably say that water isn't wet because of the reasons we talked about earlier. Or if they're looking at it from a semantics perspective or like language, they would probably say that water is wet based on the meaning and understanding we have attributed to these words as a culture. But I will also say that last section I was talking about with heating something up and holding it against the fire, the fire must be hot and that the object becomes hot. That also is pretty telling that water must be wet. But again, you can definitely look at this from any angle. So basically water is wet, but it also isn't. If you think water is wet or that it isn't wet, you'd be right. It just depends on what angle you're looking at it from and what exact question that you're asking. <laughs> Wouldn't you know it? It's another question with an answer that's unclear. But I feel more happy about this answer because everyone's right instead of everyone being wrong, like usual. And that's a little bit more satisfying of a way to end an episode rather than saying that literally everything you know is wrong. My point still stands, so I'm all good. And I have some more fuel for shooting down people who say that water isn't wet because I can get behind water making things wet, but I cannot get behind water not being wet because that's just not the case. So anyways, we need to wrap this up before I start getting up on my high horse about this again. So <laughs> thank you guys for tuning in again this week. And as a reminder, gonna take a week off next week for Thanksgiving. So if there's not an upload, that's why. Not that anyone's going to be checking. It's, I have like a five-person five fan base. <laughs> but you can follow me on Instagram at midweek.musings if you're interested in seeing my post. I usually post every Wednesday something fun and like thematic to the episode that's going to be going up that night. But anyways, thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next time on Midweek Musings. Midweek Musings airs at 6.30 on Wednesday nights on 106.1 FM in the Quad Cities area. But you can also find it on Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast was recorded at the studios of KALA-FM, St. Ambrose University. 
Opinions expressed are not necessarily those of KALA Radio or St. Ambrose University.